1: a.k.a. Bo Snirdley on 77 WABC, the crown jewel of American radio.
2: It is a day that many New Yorkers will never forget the sights that they're seeing, the sights that they have seen today, Fifth Avenue lined in blue, miles-long procession to honor New York City police officer Jason Rivera, a sea of blue, and many, many people from all walks of life turning out to honor this courageous 22-year-old police officer who was taken from this city, taken from his wife, taken from his family needlessly. St. Patrick's Cathedral is where the wake is, and again the young officer, fallen officer, New York City Police Officer Jason Rivera, was greeted with a miles-long procession. And that is exactly one of the honors that this young officer so deserves. What an incredible human being he was and demonstrated that in his 22 years of life, he and his partner Wilbert Mora taken from us, Mr. Morris Officer Moore's wake will be held next week. Sadly, some miscreants in our city decided that they would slash tires, including some belonging to New York City police officers while they were attending the vigil. And that just shows you the amount of hate and disrespect that has been stirred up by the left in this country that they would not even honor the day when this young officer is honored by the city for his sacrifice. There are people out there whose hatred of New York City police officers outweighs almost anything. It is tragic to see, and yes, I am blaming it on the left because that is where this insane hatred hatred for police stems from in our society today. And if anyone wants to dispute me on that, please feel free. Telephone number 800-848-WABC if you want to participate on today's program. 800-848-9222. There is other news, so much other news. The suspect that was caught yesterday, now charged with capital murder, in the shooting death of a Texas corporal during a traffic stop last weekend, turns out to be a citizen of the nation of El Salvador, entered the United States illegally. Jose Oscar Rosales is his name. Again, 50 years old, citizen of El Salvador. Arrested, he he tried to flew the... Uh, to uh, escape into Mexico where he was arrested. He previously illegally entered the United States. Unknown date, unknown location. Maybe, just maybe at some point, we'll find out if he's one of the ones that was put on a plane somewhere by the Biden administration to help illegal immigrants spread across the country. Usually, I don't bring up execution news, but there was an execution in Oklahoma this morning. Donald Grant, 46 years old, killed two workers at a La Quinta Inn where they worked. He wanted to raise bond money for his girlfriend in jail, didn't want to leave witnesses. A few months ago, the local news station over there, News 4, spoke with Mr. Grant, who left the earth this morning by lethal injection. And he issued a warning to all of us. He said, you can't stop me. I'll be gone momentarily, and I'll be back with a vengeance and coming back stronger. So apparently his belief in reincarnation is that he's going to come back and inflict even more. Now you tell me. Now, his lawyers said that he was uh, mentally ill and uh, and shouldn't have been executed. That doesn't sound mentally ill to me. It just sounds plain evil. New York, <clears throat> the Republican Party, it does exist in New York. New York's Republican Party Thursday is urging voters to remember that this unelected governor of New York, Kathy Hochul, has supported... The bail reform laws that have let so many criminals back onto New York streets to commit mayhem, to plunder, to rob, to commit violence. And the New York GOP chairman, Nick Langworthy, issued a statement urging New Yorkers to remember in November why this city is facing so many problems from criminals. I don't know whether she's a member of the squad. I think she might be, or maybe she's not. But she's a progressive anyway. Representative Corey Bush, Minnesota. Over the weekend, her car, unharmed, she is, her car was hit by gunfire. It was the vehicle at the time had no one in it. She tweeted out afterwards, today, I'm touched by everyone who's reached out. Thankfully, no one was harmed. But any act of gun violence shakes your soul. That's why our movement, their progressive movement, is working to invest in our communities, eradicate the root causes of gun violence, and keep everyone safe by letting criminals out of jail and putting them back in the neighborhood. I added the last part, because, of course, that's what she... She's one of the defund people, and, that's, and she's one of these also bail reform people, let the criminals out. In Philadelphia, down the road from us, Today, a 17-year-old high school student fatally shot, gunned down, middle of the afternoon, found lying in the road after he left school, close nearby proximity to the school. It's America; happens every day. More, more news, not in any particular order. Out in Seattle, there's one really. Funny, sad, horrible video that was out a while ago, back in December. This guy, prolific shoplifter, walks into a Seattle store, pushes out a 70-inch television. While he's in the process of doing it, his pants fall down around his ankles. Security tries to stop him. He keeps right on going. Gets out into the street, and the police arrest him. He just one of these shoplifters. Then they find out he's one of these serial shoplifters, has been caught stealing from one store, 22 times in the three months. Anyway, he went before the judge. Guess what? Released with no bail. No bail. In Chicago, how'd you like this guy? Convicted felon, spends nearly 20 years in prison. Released today, his identical twin brother turned himself in for the crime. His brother uh, uh, admitted to it 10 years ago. Now, Alvin Bragg, our prosecutor, in New York, who wants to let criminals roam the streets because, well, because, well, because he thinks criminals ought to roam the streets. He refused to talk to reporters this morning. New York Post, he dodged reporters. I'm on a call. Sorry, can't talk to you. This is after our unelected governor made a few comments implying that she's going to be watching what Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg does very, very closely. I don't know why she's watching so closely. What, to get ideas of what she should do? She's of the same ilk. They're of the same ilk. Let the criminals roam the streets. She just knows that people are looking her at her for a re-election. You remember about a month ago, December 30th, Colorado's governor commuted the sentence 110 years of this truck driver who killed four people, horrible interstate crash. And a lot of truckers were really ticked off about it, et cetera, et cetera. But apparently this guy, if you look at some news reports, had lied about his qualifications, did not try to pull off on the road when he could have, et cetera, et cetera. The governor stepped in, reduced his sentence. Now, prosecutors are saying that's having a ripple effect. They're trying to negotiate sentences for other people, and other criminals keep saying, no, 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 no. You gave him, you gave that guy, you reduced it from 100 years to 10 years. No, we are not going to take a tough sentence. Well done, Gov. Democrat, of course. There's a case in Pennsylvania, sounds really suspicious. Jamaican guy. His family's calling his death a modern day lynching. He was found, he was found shot to death in front of a cabin down there in Rockland Township, Pennsylvania. Nine bullet wounds, one to the mouth, two in his butt, six in his abdomen or his chest. His sister saying they're trying to sweep it under the rug. They can't get any answers. He was the lone black guy in a cabin with like nine people that weren't. <clears throat> So, we shall see what happens there. Betsy McCoy, former lieutenant governor of New York, brilliant woman, brilliant woman, has written an article in the New York Post that is worth reading. There's no such thing as a minor crime, especially when it happens to you. I won't read it. It prints out to maybe five pages, but for those of you who are interested in nearby and online presence, look it up. It's worthwhile. And, of course, she's talking about the relaxed policies of progressive district attorneys like our very own Manhattan district attorney, Alvin Bragg, which have caused crime to spike all over the country. You want to know how bad in the country it is? Red state of Alabama, blue city of Montgomery, The Montgomery District District Attorney says his city, this is in Alabama, is under siege after a weekend of violence where the born-again Christian husband, of former Miss America contestant, was gunned down in front of his family while they were out preaching in a rough area. Montgomery, Texas Street. A 17-year-old, Jeremiah Walker, has been arrested, charged with murder. This guy was a born-again Christian. He was out preaching. Police saying it was a complete random act of violence. How about this? A random act of evil. (sighs) Remember yesterday we talked about that merciless hospital that decided since uh, 31-year-old father, D.J., A father and husband, DJ Ferguson, refused a COVID vaccination. They took him off the heart transplant list. This guy's in bad shape, folks. He has been moved. He's been removed from the heart transplant list. He received a mechanical heart pump to help him live that may... It may, it may keep him alive until some means can be found to have him have a heart transplant. Yep, that's liberal compassion for you. You don't want to get a vaccination, screw you, screw your heart, go die. These are New York, uh, these are not New York, this is in Baston. At Brigham and Women's Hospital, which is a Harvard teaching facility. You know, Harvard is a Catholic university, used to be, anyway. Or they used to say they were. And this is their teaching hospital. And this is what you get. If you don't want to take a vaccination, this vaccination that's just been on the market a short time, then screw you and your heart problems Go get out of here and go die. This is the American left today. Even doctors and hospital administration, administrators on the left, this is their version of compassion. You either take a vaccination like we tell you to take it, or you get out of our hospital, go somewhere and die. And get out of our faces, you filthy, unvaxxed people. That's their compassion. Now, you all know that Joe Biden is promising that he's going to nominate a black woman to the Supreme Court. We may talk about that later today. If you want to talk about it, fine. I have some people that are asking me questions about it. And we are going to talk about this. This will be a topic that we talk about in days to come. House Democrats are trying to pull another fast one, lawless as usual. This is the the political head of where all lawlessness in America comes from, the Democrat Party, I am convinced. Not all, most. The attitude that the rules don't count, that laws don't matter. This is where it stems from. (laughs) House Democrats have unveiled a resolution, they did it yesterday, that would formally recognize the Equal Rights Amendment into the Constitution. Now here's the long and skinny of it. This is Virginia became the 38th state to ratify the ERA but it was well after the period was over. It was 50 years after the ERA. States were granted a seven-year period where they could get 38 states to say, yeah, we want it. It didn't happen. Then they were given an extension until 1982, but only 35 states had ratified the ERA. Well, 50 years later, Virginia ratified the era and now the democrats and by the way the justice the new joe biden democrat party department of justice is going along with this even though the rules said hey you got to do this in seven years no you got to do it by 1972 now democrats are trying to say oh the date doesn't matter the date doesn't matter even though it's part of the law the date never mattered we want the era to become law right now They are trying to pull another fast one. This is what Democrats do lawless. They have a contempt for the law and a contempt for rules. And it is spread in every single blue city in America. There'll be other examples of that when we get back because we're going to talk about immigration for a moment. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdy, with you here on 77 WABC, the crown jewel of American radio. Stay with us. Coming
0: right back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify.
1: And so much more. A true connection to real New York on 77
2: WABC. Oh, one of my favorite songs of all time. Stevie Wonder singing Falsetto. This is from the Secret Life of Plants album. It's called Power of Flower. James Golden, with you here on WABC Talk Radio, seventy-seven, New York. My friends, um, there is so much to go on with immigration. Now, for those of you who don't know, I have we dropped our second installment of "On the Border," Boastfully on the Border. We have been speaking with one of the most amazing reporters in the United States of America. His name is Todd Benzman. Todd has gone and goes continually from his home in Texas down to the Mexico border and down to the border of what he calls our second southern border, which is Guatemala. And from there, he's been reporting on things that no one else, no one else, I repeat, no one else in the mainstream media reports particularly the involvement of the United Nations in helping illegal immigrants break the United States system. There are, Todd has reported in our first installment, direct payments going on to sustain this illegal immigrant move. Some of that money comes from American taxpayers. There is also now a concerted effort to defeat our asylum process by coming up with what appears to be false, quote-unquote, repressed memories, end quote, from illegal immigrants who initially say the reason they want to come here is to get a job, they wanted, they're coming here for economic reasons, and then they are coached with the help of the UN on how they can defeat the, the asylum rules in both Mexico and the United States. These, are, these things are not being reported on by any mainstream. If, if Todd worked for the New York Times, the Washington Post, or any of the mainstream outlets and was allowed, which is doubtful, to report what he is reporting, he would be up for a Pulitzer Prize. Because this is groundbreaking reporting. You can listen to it on our series, and this is going to be a regular series most notably on the border. And we are giving you real insights that you won't get anywhere else about what is happening on the southern border and who is paying for it and who is involved in this. This is not some kind of spontaneous effort. The UN is very involved in crashing our border security. And they are not being asked why. There are a few Republicans on the Hill who are starting to question this, but so far, there's no outcry about it. Now, there is an outcry beginning to happen in New York. Nicole Maliotakis, one of the 13 who James said should be primaried for that vote to give Joe Biden his phony infrastructure bill. Well, she's at it again. She did another thing that's right. She and Representative Claudia Kinney... From New York are blasting the White House for unloading immigrants here in New York in the middle of the night. They've been doing it in Florida. They've been doing it in other states. These planes come in well after midnight and out pop all these illegal immigrants or immigrants who've crashed the border and they're spreading them out. This is is a complete... Aggravated dereliction of duty, which is why last night on Twitter, I called for Joe Biden to be impeached and removed. His primary obligation as Commander-in-Chief and President of the United States is to enforce our laws, to live up to his oath, to enforce our border security, and to tell the truth to the American people, Representative Claudia Tenney said. Representative Malia Kokis, Staten Island, one of the 13 who voted for the infrastructure bill, is also along with this effort and giving to this effort as well as, deserves a shout-out, Westchester County Executive Rob Astorino. They've all been looking into these captured videos that they got from White Plains Airport. Look, this is 40 minutes away from midtown Manhattan. And in the middle of the night, the Biden administration is flying in planes and just releasing these illegal immigrants into the United States of America. There was another report last week that they give them, you know, uh, they give them time to report. They're supposed to report back in to with immigration. What do you think happens? Most of them say, oh, hell No. Thank you. We're now in America. We're free. Thanks, Joe Biden, for shipping us to a place where we can now blend into the woodwork. Here illegally, breaking the law. Have they had COVID tests? We don't know. Have they been vetted? We don't know. We do know from Todd's reporting that there are organized operations bringing in immigrants from Africa— and by the way, there are terrorist ties in some nations in Africa. They're coming in from Haiti through Guatemala and through Mexico, as well as people from the Southern Hemisphere that are entering in with phony asylum claims. And what Joe Biden and his administration are doing are taking these people. There's, there was a, uh, a footage this weekend of A plane load of single males, not even families. single males here shipped out in the middle of the night. And they're being shipped all around the country. And they're absolutely, this is a direct dereliction of duty. The Biden administration is aiding and abetting illegal immigration. They are part of the problem. They are not the solution. This is James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerdly, coming back. Your phone calls are coming up. Stay with us. Entertaining
1: and informative. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerdly, is on the air. 77 WABC.
2: Tall, tan, talented. The Temptations. Eddie Kendricks. This is the original tense. David Ruffin. Eddie Kendricks. Otis, Melvin, Paul. On WABC Talk Radio 77 in New York. Listen, my friends, the uh, United States economy, supposedly, James is a skeptic. Yes, I'm skeptical. This is an AP story. The U.S. economy grew at 5.7%. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Right. Sure it did. The U.S. economy grew at 5.7% in 2021. And this was, of course, the best economic performance, why, why, since Ronald Reagan. (gasps) Can you believe it? No, I can't. And I'll tell you why I can't believe it. We still have COVID raging. We have labor shortages, and we had labor shortages in 2021, okay? These labor shortages just didn't happen. Inflation was already starting to go up. We have so many people that don't want to work. We had more people quit their jobs than at any other time in recent memory. We have supply chain issues. We have shutdowns. And things were still shut down. And yet, yet, we're expected to believe from our, from the Joe Biden Commerce Department that, well, we had the greatest economy. How coincidental that it pops up right now, right? We have the greatest economy since Ronald Reagan. Yeah, right. I don't... Okay, are you calling these people a liar, James? No, I'm not. I haven't looked at the numbers. I'm not an analyst. I'm just a skeptic. This goes against common sense. And I'm going to need somebody with real brain power to explain explain how they came up with these numbers and all these odds. There is a story in the Daily Mail today. And when I read the headline of the story, when you print it out, the headline's not the same. But it talks about the transgender person that is um, at Penn, And one of the teammates uh, there is acknowledging that or saying that They're uncomfortable in the locker room because Leah Thomas does not always cover up her male genitals. And those were the three words together that got me when I read the headline, her male genitals. Apparently, according to this story, the conversion from male to female isn't complete and Leah Thomas still has A male appendage. And sometimes in the locker room, when she's in there with girls, oh, and by the way, she's still attracted, she is still attracted to girls, according to the article, and dates girls. And sometimes in the locker room, when these girls are in there getting naked, you know, after swimming and carrying on, Leah is in there with them, and her male appendage slips out. And the other girls are in there looking at Leah's, well, or trying not to look at Leah's male appendage. Which begs the question, which I I don't even have to state the question. Because it's obvious, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. What a world we live in, my friends. What a world we live in. Rich. Rich. Good afternoon. <laughs> good afternoon, James. How are you today? I'm good, man. Let's oh. start with the phones. Where do we go? Let us begin in Queens
1: and say hi to Bob.
2: Welcome, WABC Talk Radio 77. Bob, what is on your mind this afternoon? Hi, uh, you
1: know, big fan of yours. Uh, I guess that's the Girl with Something extra. Wasn't there
2: a TV show? by that name? Something <laughs> like that. Okay. <laughs> All righty. Uh, I have to take...
1: It's like it's you're slightly on the uh, vaccine mandate for the organ guy. OK, OK, when you, please. When you get an organ transplant, they, they give you loads of drugs to suppress your immune system. Mm-hmm. so Your body doesn't mm-hmm. reject the organ. That mm-hmm. makes you extremely susceptible to any kind of infection. And uh, unfortunately, there's a big waiting list for uh, all kinds of organs. And they give it to the most uh, worthy candidate. For example, if you're a drinker, you can't get a new liver because they figure you're going to shoot the, the new one as well as you did the first one. So uh, I think that's legit in that particular case.
2: Here's what, here's the deal. If this were any other circumstance, I would totally agree with you. Well, somewhat agree with you. D- look, well, I am I am not an anti-vaccination person. I got the vaccine, and then I also had covid and COVID was, my experience with COVID, folks, was one of the worst things I've ever gone through in my life. And I will be quite frank with you, there were twice, there were two moments in there that I was slipping out of here. It was terrible, okay? Oh. It's terrible. But And I had the vaccine. There are people that have had these boosters, and they still get COVID. So the point is, that I'm raising is, that if, it, look, if we could be sure about the science, right and we said okay if you get the vaccine you're not going to get covid if you get the vaccine and one booster you're not going to get covid if you get the vaccine and two boosters you won't get covid if you get the vaccine three boosters and you drink orange juice and you go out and sit in the sun maybe you're not going to get covid if there was science on it that we could all trust then i would say to you okay that makes sense here's what does not make sense to a lot of people number 1 We don't know whether these vaccines really work or not, especially with the number of breakthrough cases. And most of us look at these breakthrough cases because it's anecdotal. We can't trust the CDC is keeping accurate numbers. In fact, at one point, they were not keeping numbers on the breakthrough cases. So we wouldn't even have a good idea on the science, even if they told us because they weren't collecting the data. But here's the other thing. This man is near death. How dare this hospital just throw him out to the wolves because in such a situation where people cannot trust the science coming from the government, they cannot trust the science at all. This man makes a determined choice. And he himself said he's not a vaxxer. I think that this just speaks of their inhumanity and how insane the left is over these vaccines. They've become insane. It is an ideological issue. It is not a humanitarian issue. It's not even a medical issue anymore. It is a political issue. And they're on one side, and they view the people that don't agree with them with these vaccines on the other, and they hate them. And you see it demonstrated all the time. Look at the way Meatloaf was treated when he's dying, mocked and ridiculed by people on the left. Look at the glee that liberals had when that woman, that Republican woman, who was an anti-vaxxer, yes, she was, but she died of COVID. They were dancing in the streets, practically, they were, and there were columns in newspapers about how we should mock these people. This is not the best of humanity. This is not what we call Compassion. This is ideological hate on parade. And so, Bob, that's my view. What say you? I'll give you the last word.
1: No, I appreciate that. Just just that the the next guy on the list is also on death's door. He's waiting for the heart. He's willing to do what the doctors tell him. He has a better chance of survival. So it's a false choice, and it's not an easy one for them to make. That's all I'm saying.
2: Bob, you make an excellent representation of your point. And I do thank you for calling so much and bringing us the other side of the argument. Thank you, Bob. WABC Talk Radio 77, James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Sterling. More your calls coming up right after this.
1: Now, here's the soul of excellence, James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Sterling, on 77 WABC.
2: Rapid phones. We have so many people on hold, so little time, so here's what I'm going to ask you to do. If you're on hold, get your thoughts together. Give us your point in one or two sentences. That's what? Rapid phones. Let's get as many people and hear from as many people as possible. Rich, we're going to start with rapid phones. Where? In Newburgh, New York, and let's start with Mike. Mike. Mike in Newburgh, New York. Sorry to spring that on you, my friend. But what is on your mind,
3: James? You are Appointment Radio. Um, Two things: the guy with the heart transplant being denied. It would be unbelievable if they the vaccine caused myocarditis in his newly transplanted heart. The other thing is bail reform. I think that instead of cash, which is their big concern, people should put up. They should stake their freedom, their time. They give monetize someone's freedom in the equivalent of bail. If you, can't, if you don't have the money to make bail, then say, okay, if I don't show up for my court appearance or I go out and commit another crime, it's an automatic, non-negotiable six months in jail on top of whatever sentence you would have got. And that's all I have to say.
2: Thank you. Interesting idea. I think that bail ought to be denied in a lot of cases. Period. There are some people who don't deserve to be back on the street while they wait trial, based on what they did and what the state is waiting to prove that they did, even though, yes, there is the assumption of innocence. Where do we go next?
1: We will stay in
2: the area in Rockland County and speak with Gracie. Gracie, my Gracie, how are you this afternoon?
4: I'm fine, thank you. Listen, the, uh, the Republican Party in New York State should get out there and help all the state assembly candidates and the state senate candidates in especially the districts the counties that trump took the red counties they do a lot of talking the republican party but i don't see them doing a damn thing
2: all right gracie you had your piece thank you my darling where do we go next rich we're going to go all the way up to banger maine and say hi to frank Hi Frank, welcome to WABC Talk Radio 77. What's on your mind,
3: Mr. Golan, Always a pleasure. Um, you know, there was a uh, there was a, a an article I seen where a, a, a kid and I'm not going to call him a kid an adult, 17 year old, shot his girlfriend 22 times. Yep. I'm going to tell you the unholy alliance between the prosecutor and these 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 judges who don't give a crap. They let this guy out. $250,000 bail, and he was given a court, of desk appearance ticket to come in. Never showed up. This is in Houston. This is in Houston, and I am I am fed up. With
2: we $1, talked $1. about $1. that case, and the mother was outraged, screaming for justice. Once again, and by the way, uh, Princess Di went into very detail with us on how George Soros funded the election's for these progressive district attorneys, and also this one that's in San Francisco was raised by two of the most radical people in the United States. So, you know, this is a concerted effort, and you are absolutely right, and they are destroying, they are destroying law enforcement in this country. And they are doing so intentionally. Thank you for the call. Where do we go next?
1: Let's speak with Lisa in Nutley, New Jersey.
2: Lisa, your turn up. What's on your mind this afternoon? Good afternoon, Lisa. uh, Hi,
4: James. Uh, Wishing everybody a safe storm for tomorrow, but let's put some prayers out there that another hospital picks up this heart transplant patient and uh, does the right thing by this man.
2: Thank you, Lisa. I pray for that, too. He deserves every chance to live. Thank you. Where do we go next, Rich?
1: We'll stay in New Jersey and say hi to Judy.
2: Judy, welcome. WABC Talk Radio 77, James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley. What's up?
4: Hello, James. I just want to say, first of all, that I really sympathize with the family and this gentleman. However, being on a transplant list, which fortunately I never have been, apparently you are well aware of the rule and regulation in order to be qualified He did not abide by the rule. It sounds cruel and hard, but there is such a limit with organs. He didn't take the vaccination. He knew he should have. Therefore, he is the one who jeopardizes his life, not the hospital, not the medical association. And he's put his life in jeopardy because he refused a vaccine for whatever reasons he gave. So I sound like I am not a nice person. That I'm No,
2: watching. Judy, you sound like a nice person who was well reasoned, who has a different point of view than your host here. And I am so happy that you called because, Judy, I have to tell you, everything that you say makes sense. I understand and I'm sure a lot of other people understand, too, the point that you're making, and it doesn't make you mean. It makes you a person that is rational. And that thinks. And that's intelligent. And we love you, Judy.
4: James, take care.
2: Thank you. Take care. Have a great afternoon. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley, where do we go next? We're
1: going to go back to Queens
2: and speak with Big Lou. Hey, Big Lou, how are you?
3: Hey, Mo, you know, did you get that name from Bob Giganti?
2: No, I did not. No, I did not get that name from Bob Grant.
3: <laughs> no, I, I was just wondering because I I know he used it. So you work with him, but
2: no, time. it was and it's not Mo. It's Bo. It's Bo. B O. Bo, Bo knows Bo Snurdly, not Mo Larry right. and Curly. <laughs> right.
3: Sorry about that. Shane. That's all right, Listen, Big I got, Lou. I I, I, got, I got a I got a, a real complaint. I'm wondering how a woman that spent most of her time in Hamburg, New York, I can get to Philly and to Boston more than I could get to Hamburg at six and a half hours away and Albany and and so forth. How could she possibly relate or even have any concept of what it is to live in New York and the crime problems that we have here? I got a big problem with her and her mentality. You're talking about our unelected
2: Governor Hochul, right? Yes. Okay. Here's my answer to you. We got liberals in New York City, liberals right here in Manhattan, who take the subway where people are being pushed off by these criminals, who try to walk through Penn Station and get accosted, who try to go in Duane Reeds where the shoplifters are on the prowl with nobody to stop them, who go through these neighborhoods where they can get caught in the crossfire of gangbangers any second. We have New York liberals here, like this district attorney, who don't relate to what it is to be a New Yorker facing crime, they release the criminals right back on the streets to prey on everybody. So it's not just Governor Hoka who's out of touch. Liberals are out of touch with real America. They live in some kind of fantasy world where the criminals, oh, it could be me, oh, let's go soft on the criminals, oh, let's let them out, oh, it's racist, oh, it's sexist, oh, it's bigoted. They're liberals. They don't make sense. Where do we go next? Let's head out to the island and say hi to John. Hey, John, welcome. WABC Talk Radio 77. What's on your mind? Oh, hello, uh,
3: Bo. Uh, Pleasure to talk to you. I have a comment about the heart uh, transplant uh, patient there. Uh, I'm led to believe that uh, when you get the vaccine, the so-called vaccines, you, you need a healthy immune system or a robust immune system because the vaccines work very closely with your natural immune system uh, to uh, work. Uh, hmm. So if, if a, a heart transplant candidate is being given medicine to suppress his immune system, which I believe that someone made a point about that, and I believe, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, then it seems like a contradiction, doesn't it? Why would If you're going to suppress the guy's immune system so his body doesn't reject the new heart, why would you give him a vaccine that needs a a a good immune system to work with? To uh, you know.
2: I love you. This is the kind of thinking that we get on this show. It's just incredibly marvelous, and unfortunately, I don't have the answer for that because I'm not a doctor. And I really, but what you're saying makes sense to me. I just can't give you a rational response because, frankly, above my pay grade. Thank you so much. Appreciate the call. Where do we go next?
1: Let's go to Central Jersey and speak with Pamela.
2: Pamela, welcome, WABC Talk Radio 77.
4: Hi. uh, Funny, uh, when you're a drug addict celebrity, you can get any organs and be at the top of the list. Ooh. And thank you you for your impeachment. Uh, The Democrats have to get off their rear ends right now and do it, not wait. We can't wait 10 months.
2: You know, and that was our congresswoman from Staten Island, who, yes, one of the 13 who threw the Biden administration a lifeline when she voted for infrastructure, but she, along with Representative Tenney, are now calling for Joe Biden's impeachment based on him aiding and abetting the illegal immigrants that are pouring into the United States, abetting them by flying them around the country, dumping them in different states in the dead of night when no one is looking, and yes, these are valid points. And yes, they are complicit in helping to break our laws. Absolutely. Time for one more. Where do we go? Let's over go to let's let's go to Brooklyn and speak with our Ari. Hello. How are you, Ari? How are you?
3: It's, it's Ari. A R I. Uh, uh, thank you, uh, uh, Mister uh, Mr. James.
2: You're uh, welcome, Ari.
3: So, uh, so uh, a prerequisite, a necessity to save our economy, and therefore to. Uh, save any other budgetary related issue uh, or hope is to stop the trade deficit with China we have uh, probably close to half a trillion dollar trade deficit that American consumers are just uh, okay can
2: I just give you two words for that please and thank you President Trump those are the two words President Trump is the only American president who took on China and won and his thanks was to be totally ignored for that by the mainstream media. First, they badmouthed him when he began the trade war that we won with China and narrowed that trade deficit. And then they did their best to drive him out of office. Two words, President Trump, James Golden, boasting early with you. New York, strong. America, greatest nation the world has ever witnessed. God bless, protect each and every one of you back tomorrow. See you then. Bye.